Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hi, this is Roy Green with Beauties and the Beast. Each week, Catherine Swift, RoyGreenCanadians.ca, financial columnist Linda Leatherdale, and former member of Parliament Michelle Simpson, who was the seatmate to Justin Trudeau, all get together with me for a completely politically incorrect, truthful session. On this vote, the ayes are 50, the nays are 48. The nomination of Brett M. Kavanaugh of Maryland to be an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States is confirmed. So there's the president, uh, vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. Confirmed. Brett Kavanaugh, associate justice of the Supreme Court. I was going to have to be sworn in. And we'll see what the response is uh, not just in, not just now, as it's going on in Washington, but what will happen over the days and weeks to come? How much of a upheaval is it going to be in uh, in the U.S.? Now, I spoke earlier with Fran Coombs, the managing editor of Rasmussen Reports, the national polling firm in the U.S., and Fran said outside the Beltway, outside the Washington area, he doesn't think that in much of the United States there's going to be anywhere near the kind of reaction and response, or at least not the volume of response that there is in Washington. And uh, we will see what, uh, what in fact takes place. Joining me are the beauties, Catherine Swift, former CEO and president of the Canadian Federation of Independence. Now she's the chief turkey cook. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. How's that going? I've been cooking all day. <laughs> how, how, how's that going? Great, great. Now, the, the big the big food fest is tomorrow, but as you probably know, when you're, and I have a whack of people coming, so when you when you got a meal for, you know, 14, 15 people or so, you cook for two days. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to have a whack of people plus three. Well, I hope so. You guys are always invited. So, Linda, do you know where Catherine lives up there? So, well, it depends where she is. If she's up at the cottage, I know exactly where she is. Well, there you go. Oh, okay. Come so we'll. Down. So I'll pick. I'll pick you up, Linda. You pick me up, and let's go for dinner, Roy. Yeah, and then we'll pick up Michelle. Absolutely. And we'll crash <laughs> Catherine's party. We'll crash. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Hello, Roy. I invited you to my Thanksgiving dinner. I know. You're so kind. Yeah. So but, you know, my table manners are so atrocious. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not doing that until Monday. You'll look like, uh, you know, Mr. Shishi. <laughs> I'll look more like Henry VIII when I eat. <laughs> Sounds like my granddaughter. <laughs> and Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, former seatmate to the Prime Minister of Canada, who I'm sure is uh, is also having a... Thanksgiving fest, or are you attending one? Uh, no. You're hosting? No. You're not having one? No. I actually leave for eight days in France on Tuesday. Oh. Oh, That's rough. That's enough. Okay, we'll do the rest of the show without you. We'll do the rest of the show without you. (laughs) Can we come with you? Just for eight days. (laughs) <laughs> Just for eight days in the south of France. Vive la yeah. France. Do you need a translator? Uh, no. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, because you, you were in New South France, weren't you? Yeah, I was in the I was in the Socialist Republic of New France. Oh, sorry, socialist. 
or whatever I used to call it. Well, France, France, uh, the European France is pretty much the same. So yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the accent's a little different. All right, so um, let's get at the issues here and begin with Brett Kavanaugh, who has been uh, voted in by the United States Senate, fifty to forty-eight. There was no really, not really any surprise uh, in the last thirty-six hours or forty-eight hours that yep. this was going to happen. And uh, so he's the new uh, associate judge for the Supreme Court. The Democrats have said if they win in November, if they win the House in November, they'll launch an investigation. They haven't said that they want to go as far as impeachment, but clearly that's an election strategy. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with the politician first. Anything surprise? Michelle, did anything surprise you about what's apart from the spectacular testimony and the and the emotion that was displayed? Was there anything about the political process that surprised you? Well. Not so much the political, um, except that they concentrated, you know, I, I, I really feel for Dr. Ford, but that was decades ago. I watched the testimony more because of what it says about the man today, and I wasn't impressed. Okay, so there, there was no evidence uh, to corroborate Dr. Ford. That so, we know of. That FBI investigation, Roy, was, a, it was an absolute sham. But, Michelle, I, I have to say this because I mean, I've been following this. I've been looking for, for points that I can talk about. And the Senate has its own investigators, and they've been investigating uh, candidates for, for public office for forever. Yeah. They don't need the FBI. They never used the FBI until fairly recently. So why wouldn't uh, Diane Feinstein take the report that she had, the information she had in July, and turn it over to Senate investigators? I'm sure they know how to, be, uh, how, how to be, treat things confidentially. Why sure. sit on it for two months and, and then call on the FBI? That just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it, you know, it wasn't a criminal investigation, so I failed to see why the FBI was involved. Well, yeah. It was a job interview. So use the Senate investigators, but that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. Catherine, what's your, what's your take, Catherine? Well, I, I, I've always, I mean, observing this from afar, I guess, and like all of us, um, I, I was always confused because, for starters, this guy has been in a succession of courts, you know, always increasing in, you know, sort of seniority over a number of years now, each of which would have required a pretty thorough investigation. And suddenly, when the Supreme Court is in play, which granted is, you know, it's the mother load, um, all this erupts. If, if, there was, if there was stuff happening here, I just wonder why it wouldn't have come out earlier. That's all. It's a, it's a good question. Maybe the person, may, may, maybe people wait until they can't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not even going to speculate. Linda, what do you think? Well, I mean, hashtag me too. It's ever had everybody coming out of the woodwork now. And, you know, Roy in the gut feel, you know, because I watched it all too. And he said, she said, way back when, how do you remember? And if he was a serial woman abuser, I kind of agree with Catherine. Wouldn't we not have seen some of these things as he had various roles? Um, 
But having said that, I guess Harvey Weinstein and others, I mean, you just don't know. But really, I, I'm glad it's over. I hope it's over, and I hope we don't see a huge backlash because there's so much business that needs to be done. Yeah. And I just think this whole thing is starting. Yeah. I believe we have to defend women, absolutely. But I just think this is getting out of control. It's like the new witch hunt, and yeah. I said it before. Uh, I agree. There, there was a story. Okay. There was a story yesterday that uh, the Dr. Ford's best friend, who was quoted in her testimony or mentioned, brought up in her testimony, has said that a former FBI agent who's a friend of Dr. Ford's pressured her, the friend who was brought up in the testimony to say the things that she, they, they wanted her to say. So this is when, when, you, when these sorts of uh, sidebars are, are sort of brought into the issue, it's hard to come up with anything other than a gut feel. And so I went to my callers earlier today, and I said two thumbs up or two thumbs down. We didn't ask anybody when we were screening, just asked for name and location. It was unanimous across Canada, men and women, that they believed Kavanaugh. Unanimous. Yeah, I, I heard that earlier part, Roy. And that but could have I, just been the luck of the draw. But the thing that continues to drive me insane, and I'm I'm a I'm a small C conservative from an economic standpoint, but I'm a I'm a liberal from a social standpoint. So I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle, I guess, of the spectrum. <laughs> but why why do people like Clinton, Bill Clinton, who we know categorically raped, abused, you know, et cetera, women? And he, he actually weighed in on the Kavanaugh thing. I thought, good God, man, you've really got some chutzpah Catherine, the president weighed in, and he's had at least a dozen women come out against him, like that had charges to bear, two of whom he had affairs with, and... Um, you know, it's just sad. And, yeah, and, and, and he's getting, and, yeah, and I agree, Michelle, there's no question that, you know, he's no, he's no prince uh, either. But it just gets me because there is no question in my mind anyway that if you are a conservative, you know, however defined, I guess, whether in the U.S. it's a Republican, in Canada it's, you know, conservative or whatever, you get judged by different criteria, and our prime minister is one of them. Yeah, uh, you know that that whole yeah, groping exactly. into this—that seems to have more or less. I mean, yes, some people, including you, Roy, are continuing to mention it, and deservedly so. But it, you know, there's a double standard here. Yeah, and 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 I—that's what I hate. Uh, of course, you know, we're all women, right? Well, Roy excluded. But uh, you know, we of course we support women. Of course, we believe that true, you know, true offenses should be pursued. But there yeah. is definitely a double standard, and that's what continues to make me crazy. And the vast majority of men support women and don't course, want to see women become course. victimized by, by cruel abusers. So we have what yeah. we have now, and uh, it's Justice Kavanaugh. I, my, my sense, my, just my gut feel is that the, the right thing happened here when he was confirmed. I just, it's just my gut feel. And you know how strongly I was opposed to Bill Cosby and, uh, just from day one. But I just, I don't, we can only go by our guts, uh, by, by, our, by, our, by our senses, because we don't have evidence. When we come back, let's talk about uh, the U.S. Marine Corps. I'm sorry, the new, uh, the new trade deal between uh, Canada and Mexico and uh, the United States, the USMCA, and a few other issues with Catherine, Linda, and Michelle. Stay with us. I just want to read you an email that I received, and this almost... Uh, 
This is really what Mike Smith was also talking about when he was on the air with us earlier from Vancouver. Hey, Roy, I'm from Alberta, and I'm sick of this country dumping on my province and the prairies. Oregon and his buddies get Trans Mountain delayed, and then less than a month later, he's grandstanding and tooting his own horn about how amazing this LNG project is, so it's okay for BC to develop their energy industry, but not us in the prairies. This country is doomed with politicians like we have now. So, you know, that's the kind of opinion that I'm seeing in email that's by Cody, and that's not at all unusual. So let's get at this issue of the carbon tax. And now we have this, I've been calling it, Catherine, a firewall across Canada that's developing with additional premiers. Maybe Francois Legault will be added to them. Uh, opposing Justin Trudeau, who maybe he's just caught on his own on his own uh, petard, and uh, he has to say, "I'm going to go forward with the with the carbon tax." He can't back off. How do you interpret this? Well, it's it's a very interesting phenomenon. I'm, I think it's very welcome, um, and I think people are starting to realize that Trudeau, uh, inexperienced as he is in matters of you know business or anything really very sensible, um, is actually quite a dictator. And, you know, he's said in the past he, he likes, the, you know, he admires the basic Chinese dictatorship. He was a big fan of Fidel Castro and on and on and on. And he, he basically said with this carbon tax, it's my way or the highway. This is how it's going to work. And, and I, heard, I heard your interviews earlier as I was slaving over the stove. I was listening ah. to you, Roy. And, <laughs> and I thought Pallister, you know, he said some very interesting things. And some of the other premiers, Brad Walsh has said them, Scott Moe has said them. You know, they are doing a lot of stuff to help the environment. And, and there's, you know, there's no one size fits all here. And th- there's no recognition of this by Trudeau. It's like, I got this carbon tax, and I'm going to you know, make you impose it just the way I've set it up, and I don't care what other stuff you're doing that may be actually really great for the environment and not punish people as much as a carbon tax. So I, I, I welcome the fact. And my, with Pallister's case, I really didn't understand why in the beginning he didn't oppose this. But now maybe he feels more comfortable doing it because other, you know, other premiums have, have, have stood up to Trudeau. But I think it's a great thing for taxpayers. We've seen carbon taxes hurt average people, really hurt low-income people, um, and, and do what for the environment? Often virtually nothing. So I, I welcome this trend, and I think uh, shame on Trudeau, frankly. Shame on Trudeau for, for not being more flexible, for saying this is the only way it can happen. Because there's a lot of ways to do sensible environmental policy, and carbon taxes by no means alone. And I would think in many respects it's not the best way. Michelle, I, I tweeted uh, at, at the beginning of Mr. Trudeau's tenure as our prime minister after he'd made a couple of interesting decisions. I tweeted, he must have been a delightful child uh, when he wanted a toy. <laughs> True. So how do you assess what's going on right now with this, with the carbon tax, with his insistence that he's going to bring down a federal carbon tax, even though we may have premiers all the way from New Brunswick to the B.C. border opposing him? If that works out that way, he will back down because he's going into an election and he can't afford to lose like he's lost. A lot of votes in Quebec because of the new trade deal and um, and the popularity of the conservatives yeah and I'm not saying he was wrong about the dairy 
But I am saying he's losing footing. Yeah, he is losing. Uh, what about you, Linda? How do you, how do you see this? Well, I think it's going to be the lone wolf out there. Um, quite honestly, as, as we already know, uh, Doug Ford in Ontario, totally against it. Uh, around the world, I think Catherine points this out all, all over. You know, they've gotten rid of this regressive, terrible uh, tax that doesn't really do anything for the environment at the end of the day. I'd like to see a report card on this. Yeah. So I believe that, yeah, Michelle might be right. Will he back down? I don't, I'm not so sure. You know, I'm not so sure. He, he seems to stand by this carbon tax. And uh, God bless all the premiers that are standing up and fighting back. I don't think it's good for Canada. Okay, you know, we have you know we... The, the hypocrisy okay. of exempting. A, a, there was a cement plant in Quebec that, that was announced. It was a little while ago, and it got a, exempted from the carbon tax. This LNG project you were mentioning earlier, Roy, yeah. it's been exempted yeah. from the yeah, carbon. Yeah, that's tax. right. And and yet Alberta, poor Alberta, which mind you doesn't tend to elect liberals, right? Um, they get just new Democrats, right, left, and center, and that is to me, you know, Trudeau hasn't been consistent. You know, this carbon tax, yeah, for people that don't elect liberals, but in BC and in Quebec, hey man, we're going to exempt you from it. That kind of hypocrisy, yeah. really Okay, beauties, that's our time. That's our time. Is that it? Back to the turkey. Back to the turkey. Happy Thanksgiving to all of us. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Listen, and and, and Catherine, if I can't make it, (laughs) she's saying, he's not coming. He's not coming, is he? We got your turkey. If I I can't make it, (laughs) send me some turkey via via courier. Priority post. Okay, Roy. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Roy. to you. (laughs) Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, and Michelle Simpson. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.